Hey guys, welcome to Showing Up with Grit and Grace. My name is Katrina and I'm here to walk with you as we navigate the different seasons of life together. In this podcast, expect real talk, a little tough love, and motivation as we take action toward living our best life. Just think of me as your new BFF. Let's go. You guys, there's a way to get local fresh groceries delivered right to your front door so that you can spend all that extra time doing everything else you have on your to-do list. Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. I don't know about you, but I have gone to the grocery store and bought all the things only trying to get home and realize I forgot the most important ingredient that I needed to make dinner. Or even worse, I forgot diapers. Instacart can deliver to your front door in as little as one hour, and you can shop multiple stores in the area to help you save money. Every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences, so no more rock-hard avocados, and they'll keep your eggs safe too. To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that I sent you and support the show. My listeners will get a free delivery on their first order over $35. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Showing Up with Grit and Grace. I just finished facilitating two full days of the 7 Habits of Highly Effective People training. And I'm about to teach the class again. It's to um, new employees at the schools that I used to work at because we're leader of me schools who use the seven habits framework. Um, We practice it, we implement it, and it's really good stuff. It's a framework, though, that is designed to help you become more effective in the things that matter most to you in your work and personal life. It is such good stuff, you guys, and I'm just totally in seven habits mode. So I figured why not share some with you? So the first thing that we discussed in class are our paradigms. And a paradigm is the way you see and understand and interpret the world. I guess it's like our mental map, right? And each person has a different mental map depending on their environment, their upbringing, their experiences, which makes sense, right? So we see the world as we are, not how it truly is. And that's why you and a person can do the exact same thing and have totally different experiences. You could watch the same movie with a friend and you loved it and your friend hated it. It's because we perceive the world as we are. The results we get in our lives depend on what we do, right? And what we do depends on how we see the world around us. So for example, if you see exercise, right? As fun and it's good for you and I I enjoy it and I know that it makes me feel good. Well, then your results are going to be totally different than if you had a paradigm around exercising. It's miserable and I hate it and it's torture and I feel guilty or I compare myself or it's awful, right? That person, if that were your um, paradigm, you would get totally different results. So the results we get in our lives depends on what we do, right? But what we do depends on how we see the world. That's good stuff, right? So the first step is to identify your paradigms. Identify how you view things. 
And there's not really a right or wrong way. Everyone has different views, right? Because of our upbringing and our environment and our experiences and our trauma and everything. But if you can identify how you think and what you think, then if it's not serving you, then you can slowly make changes to shift your paradigm to something that does serve you. And what I mean by serve you is, does it support the life that you want to live? So for example, um, this really powerful activity that we did in this class helped identify your paradigms. So I want you to think of like big categories in your life or not necessarily big categories, just the way you think about things, right? Um, And there's a lot of different categories. If you are not driving or if you're not in the shower or whatever and you can access notebook paper or something to write on, I encourage you to do this right now. Um, However, if you can't do this right now, then please, please, please come back and do this um, another time when you can get a notebook or something to write with because this really is good stuff. Um, So think of those categories or ideas in your life and list them on a piece of paper, skipping a few lines in between. So when I say like big categories, money, health, work, time, kids, your spouse, I don't know, stuff like that. Okay. List them. Did you list them? And you got space in between. Okay. Now you're going to go back through and you're going to give yourself 30 seconds to write the first few things that come to mind. Okay. So you're going to read the word and then just write what comes to mind first. Like seriously, only give yourself 30 seconds because you want your initial thoughts without giving your brain too much time to think about it. So if you were to like mull it over and give yourself five, 10 minutes and really think, well, then you might catch yourself writing what you want to think about this thing um, or what you should think. You might catch yourself like writing the perfect answer. Does that kind of make sense? So this is like rapid fire. You're going to read the word, write, read the word, write. Okay. So I challenge you to do that. And it's okay if it's negative or it's okay if it's like, ooh, when you read it. And you might, when you do it so fast and you just write those things down, you might notice that you're like, oh, I guess I didn't really realize I felt that way. Okay. And, and that's okay. There's no right or wrong. Okay. But after you do that little activity, go back through and just notice what you wrote. Again, not for shame, not for guilt or anything, but like just to bring awareness to where you are. And, and I keep talking about this, but it's so important to have self-awareness to just notice where you're at with things. And you just notice because you got to have a starting point to then have something to work on or have something to celebrate or have something to, you know, like you just got to know where you're at. Okay. So you can give yourself more time later, I guess, after you're done with this activity to like dig deeper about why you might have those paradigms. Or why you might be thinking that way. Like that's good too. But don't give yourself too much time initially. Okay. And then this big old question. Okay. So after you go back through and you're looking at everything you wrote down about each of those words and whatever other words you came up with. Um, does it serve the life you're wanting to build? And that's that's what we're doing here, right? We are trying to design a life we love. We are building a life that supports our dreams and our goals and our wants and our needs and everything like that, right? So basically, is what you're thinking supporting the, the direction you're going, supporting the life you're trying to create? 
And if not, then that helps you identify like, okay, this is what I'm thinking, but that thought right there is not helping me get to where I want to be in 10 years. So that's where I need to dig in. That's what I need to work on. So I want you to think about this. Has there ever been a time when you've experienced a paradigm shift? When something's happened and it's like, oh, I like didn't see life that way or I never thought about that way or, oh, now I want to do things differently. What happened? What was the event? What did you learn that changed your paradigm? How did that paradigm shift affect your behavior, right? You had this paradigm shift. How did it change what you were doing? And then after that change, what different results did you get? So again, this is something I just asked you a bunch of questions and I gave you a lot to think about, but this is something that you could write down also in a notebook. So think about a time that you experienced a paradigm shift and you're going to, you can write down or you can just sit here, brainstorm and pause if you need to. What happened? Like, what was the event? What did you learn that changed your paradigm? How did that paradigm shift affect your behavior? And then once your behavior was affected, what results did you get? Okay. I know a common event that can shift your paradigm like immediately because, you know, sometimes it's really hard to change the way you think about things, right? But other times it can just change in an instant. And um, I think when people have some sort of like health issue, like a sickness or a hospitalization or something like that, I think that that can really just cause a quick shift in your paradigm. Um, I had a TIA, like a mini stroke when I was 20 and had heart surgery two days before my 21st birthday. And that totally changed my view on a lot of things. And that totally gave me a different attitude and a different outlook. And, um, that was big for me, right? I know a lot of people lately, um, that I've talked to, if they had like a serious bout with COVID, like I know that COVID has changed plenty of people. And um, I'm not talking about the people who just kind of were sick at home for a little bit, but like if you went to the hospital or if, you know, it like it's scary, right? It scared you. And I think from the different conversations I've had, people learned like a different appreciation for life. Um, maybe the way they were currently living didn't support the life or like support the health or the habits or whatever that they're wanting to have after, you know, health, after a health scare, it's like, okay, I need to make some changes. Right. So that was, um, something that I know I've had conversations with people and they were like, whoa, it was scary. Another thing too, is it's like, um, okay. Yeah. You might change the way you eat or you exercise or you sleep or something like that. But another thing too, is it's like, oh my gosh, I need to be more present with my kids or I need to really, you know, squeeze every drop out of each day because life is precious. Or maybe I need to take that risk or do that thing because you never know what's going to happen or, right? So, so that's, all of that is a paradigm shift, right? Um, so a health issue is like definitely something that can change your paradigm. I know trauma is another big one that can change you and and there's trauma is such a big, you know, everything can be trauma. Anything can be trauma. So like, I don't know if it's a divorce or if it's a, 
you know, car accident, which is still a health thing or, or whatever, but trauma is definitely a huge one that can change you. Learning something new um, is something that can shift your paradigm. Like, I don't know if you see this blog or read this thing or learn about like a new way to save money or eating right for your blood type and you didn't know that was a thing and now you're going to try it or something from a podcast or something someone shared or something you know there's so many ways so many things that can shift the way you think um but once you're aware of your thinking and your thoughts around things in your life and you kind of like can clearly identify that or you've written them down or something then you can start asking yourself that whole is this supporting life that I'm trying to live that I'm trying to create is this supporting who I want to be 10 years from now and if they don't like then what do you do well you change them that's what you do you're in control of your thoughts right you're in control and so you change them and i'm not saying it's easy i'm not saying oh you just wake up and you decide you love exercise or you wake up and you decide you know what i actually love to eat vegetables all the time like no it doesn't happen like that all the time um but i want you to pay attention to what you're saying and typing like your language is a huge part of um, your paradigms and you can do things like write sticky notes or set reminders on your phone to help remind you to continually bring awareness to your language if you know that that's something you need to work on. You can even write out the things that aren't serving you and then reframe them so you're kind of like armed with a different thought or a different way to say it. So like, for example, different things that you might say that aren't supporting you. Oh, that's just the way I am. Or I'm always late. Or this always happens to me. Or I hate money. Or I'm too old. Or I don't have enough this. Or I'm too fat. Or I'm not enough blank. Or um, basically any thoughts that you have that are like, and, and it's hard. You might not even realize that those aren't serving you until I just mentioned them. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. But if you can identify them, then write them down. And, and I just want you to change them a bit to something that serves you. So if you say, I'm always late, you can turn that into, I struggle with being on time, but I'm working on it. So you're not like lying and just switching it to, I'm always early. Like that's a complete lie. That doesn't align with who you are. That would cause anxiety. And that's like not true, right? You don't want to do that. But you can shift it just enough so that now when you say want to say I guess I'm always late then you'll say the new thing you wrote down I struggle with being on time but I'm working on it okay and then our awesome brain kicks in and our awesome brain looks for evidence to support the stories we tell ourselves and it will help you make this new shift like you and your brain are going to make this shift together okay but it takes little steps don't try to change everything at once it takes little steps but it's powerful and it's really good okay so try that and and i don't think that is something that you can just think about i think it's something you have to actually write down and then practice reframing it so that way you have that sentence written and you at least know then you're going to try to say it a different way not lying, just tweak it, shift it just enough, right? And then slowly but surely, um, that shift will happen for you. Also pay attention to who you're surrounding yourself with and virtually counts too, social media counts too. Like if I'm really wanting to work on my health and working out and nutrition 
then it doesn't serve me to be around people who are going to pressure me if I'm like, no, I'll just take, you know, vegetables. And they're like, oh, but the fries here are so good. Or if they're going to give me a hard time if I say like, oh, I'm not drinking right now because of, you know, a fitness goal or no, I'd rather not go to that restaurant because of a fitness goal or whatever I want to say. If like people are going to give me a hard time about that, then they don't need to be in my circle right now. Not that they're shit people, not that they can't be my friends. It's just not who I need in my circle right now. And it doesn't serve me um, to hang out with them um, if they're not helping me meet my goals, right? If it's not serving me to um, live the life I want to live, right? So I would need to then have people in my circle who are working on their health and their workouts and their nutrition and who I can talk about um, different workouts with or who I can talk about how the hell you count macros or what macros are or struggling with this or being sore about this, you know, and and that's like the people would who I would need to be in my circle if they like that was my goal. And well, it is my goal. So I can also then choose to follow people on social media um, that are doing that same thing. And I can learn and be challenged by them as well. Like I love seeing people who are crushing it or who share recipes or different things so I can learn, I can be challenged. I'm like, oh, they did that. Cool. I'm going to try it too. Um, but then there's that happy medium if it's someone who it's like a trigger. If I'm like feel – if I'm comparing or I feel not good enough because I don't have the six-pack abs that that girl that I'm following does, if that – if it gets like that, then that's not a person you need in your circle anymore. Um, so then snooze them for 30 days or, you know, unfollow or something and they can always come back later. Does that kind of make sense? So that's like a huge thing. And I keep using health, but like this can also be, um, if you're trying to save money, if you're trying to save money and people in your circle tend to always want to go out to eat and shop and buy all the things, which is fine. That's there, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, but, but if you are trying to really save money and your friends te- tend to always want to go out and, you know, buy all the things and do all the things and you're finding that you're struggling, like you think, oh, I can still go out, but I'll just get an appetizer or I'll just get a small thing. Or maybe I just won't only have one drink or, you know, and, and you're struggling with then saying no, or you're comparing or because they bought that thing, you want that thing too, then that is a problem and it's not serving you in the life that you're wanting to create. Right. So either you need to kind of be busy or slowly not hang out with them as much or get better at setting boundaries. So that way you can still hang out with those people, but you are also going to be able to reach the goals that you want um, and and create the life you want, right? So I think it's also important to consider um, like identifying where it is you're wanting to go. So maybe you read all your paradigms and you read your thoughts and you're like, gosh, those don't serve me. But yet you're not sure what direction you're trying to go. You're not sure what life you're trying to create so just imagine like if if money and resources and things weren't an op like weren't an issue where do you want to be in five years 10 years 20 years like what what are you trying to do what's your purpose why do you wake up every day like what brings you fulfillment what 
brings you joy? What makes you happy? What do you love? What are you good at? Like, think of all those things to help you decide, like, what direction you're trying to go. And then that way, it helps with those thoughts aren't serving you. Great. I'm going to, I'm going to tweak them. I'm going to shift them. And now you know what direction you're trying to go. Lastly, I really think it's important to remember that everyone's different. And I know that sounds like so elementary. We're all different here, children. But I think we forget that sometimes. And I think, especially on social media, because it's easy to type the thing when you disagree with someone, but it's really, really, really important to remember we're all different and we all bring different things to the table and we perceive the world as we are. And so someone might post something and it's real for them and it and they meant it in a good way and you perceive it as a bad way, but we all have different experiences, right? Our paradigms are built around our upbringing, our experiences, our trauma, our environment. Everybody's different. Everybody has a different upbringing, experience, trauma, environment, right? That's why we need to be kind and we need to be understanding. So this activity that I did with this class um, that I just taught, I told them I was going to give them a word and then give them a minute to write down all the words that they could that help them define that word. And then once they were done, all the people at their table, they were going to like compare lists And if there was a word that was on everyone's list, then they would get a point. That sounds simple enough, right? So I gave them the word and the word was trust. Think about the words that you would define trust. Those words you would use to define trust. Such a common word, right? There were almost 30 people in this class, guys, and no points were scored. And, and they were in groups. So your word, the words that you use to define trust just had a match with like four or five other people. That's not many, right? But there were zero points scored. That's crazy. But why did that happen? Everyone defined the word according to their paradigm and experience around the word trust. And everybody had a different, you know, thought process. Everybody wrote down different words. So that just goes to show like such a common word and everyone still defined it differently. And also that also kind of brings up like how important communication is. So what we say, we know what it means. We know how we perceive it. But what we say can be perceived totally different just because someone had a different experience around it right? So how often do you see something on social media and you see the comments and then there's mean comments because someone's offended and then there's comments that are supportive because, oh, they totally get what that person wrote. Everyone is just seeing that and perceiving it as they are right now in that moment. And it's important to pause though before reacting and pause before you get offended and pause before you write that thing or say that thing because it's, we're different, And we mean things differently. And sometimes we're talking on two separate pages. So ask questions, get clarification and make sure you're really understanding. Because I think nine times out of 10, we're just talking in different languages almost, right? We're just, I mean it one way, you mean it another. We're just not understanding, okay? Maybe everyone isn't so bad. We're just communicating in a way that makes sense to us, but not to everyone else because everyone else doesn't know exactly what I mean. We all see it differently, you know, like that's just some food for thought. 
So dig into your paradigms, dig into your thoughts, get clear on what you're thinking. And if it serves you, or if it doesn't, we're making a change, right? And keep showing up with grit and grace.